You're listening to the Gangstar Creative Podcast, where we talk and share real strategies, real tactics, and real stories from me and my badass guests to help gangstar creatives and artists like you thrive in both your business and life. And I'm your host, Ivana. I'm an artist, creative entrepreneur, speaker, and best-selling author. Are you ready to annihilate the status quo of the starving artist? If so, let's get it! What up, gangstars? It's your girl, Devana, and I'm so excited to be talking to you this week and dropping a solo episode for y'all. First of all, I just want to say, if you're new here, first of all, welcome. Thank you for tuning in. Um, If you are returning and listening, thank you um, for tuning in again. And if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe. Hit that subscribe button right now. Just hit pause, go and subscribe. Um, And if you could just leave a positive five-star written review for me, that would be great. Um, My goal with this podcast is to impact as many creatives as possible. So with it launching last week, I had an amazing launch and so many reviews, positive reviews, that I just feel overwhelmed with joy um, and gratitude. And I'm just so blessed and thankful for anyone who's listening right now um, and who has listened to podcasts over the past week and just seeing all the positive and awesome feedback from you all and how it's added value and helped you like man I couldn't have asked for anything better so thank you guys and I hope you're doing good and having an awesome start to the week I know this quarantine thing it has lots of question marks some things are opening some things are staying closed who knows when it's gonna end but what I want you to know is that I'm in it with you i'm here for you and we're all going to get through this together hopefully you're taking advantage of the time that this situation and this crisis has given us um, to work on those things that you've put on the back burner um, and to somewhat be productive i know if you've been tuning in i do have uh, an episode that i talked about four things that you could be doing right now to be productive in your business so if you haven't checked that out make sure you go check that out Um, But I had a few people who um, have been listening kind of reach out and ask, you know, how can I get through creative blocks? So it's one thing to say like, yeah, I want to be productive. I'm going to get things done. But sometimes when we go and we step to that canvas or we step or we sit down in front of our computer, we step into the studio, whatever, we kind of get hit with some of those blocks that hold us back. And we all go through it. I go through it all the people that you look up to go through it. It's just, it's just life. So I just wanted to share some of the things that I do um, and that has worked for me uh, to get through creative blocks. So get ready because I'm about to share 10 ways that you can get through creative blocks. And like I said, these are things that worked for me and not all of them. I don't do them all at the same time. I kind of just pick the thing that, you know, I feel like will help me get back into my creative space. So I'm gonna go ahead and get right to it. I first wanna recommend all of you listening to get my favorite, favorite, favorite book um, by Elizabeth Gilbert called Big Magic. And this book is like gold. It is kind of like almost <laughs> the Bible to getting through creative blocks and just tapping into your creative creativity. It's so good. Um, this is the book that I have a hard copy of and that I have on Audible that I listen to every night. Um, 
if I finished a book for the month um, or if I'm just trying to go to sleep, like I always play this book because the way she talks about creativity and facing your fears with creativity and just accessing the creative creativity that's in your bones and floating around through the universe, it's just, it's so freaking good. So again, big magic you have to get that, especially if you struggle with getting through creative blocks. Once you have this book or once you have it on Audible, once you start listening to it, you'll literally get inspired and motivated to hop back into your creative zone and create. And so um, I do want to start off by just reading one of my favorite quotes from the book. It's actually on the back of the cover of it. And it says, creativity is sacred and it is not sacred. What we make matters enormously and it doesn't matter at all. We toil alone and we are accompanied by spirits. We are terrified and we are brave. Art is a crushing chore and a wonderful privilege. The work wants to be made and it wants to be made through you. Um, So with that being said, just know that when you have these creative blocks, whenever you feel like you want to give up or like nothing's working out, just know that the work wants to be made and it wants to be made through you and it's you that's supposed to make this magic happen. And so the first thing you can do to get through your creative block is by listening to podcasts or listening slash watching YouTube videos. And I'm not just talking about like silly YouTube videos or silly podcasts. I'm talking about ones um, like business, motivational, uh, self-development type of podcasts. Podcasts just like this one. Um, For me, this is what uh, usually the first thing that I do when I uh, reach a creative block, I'll turn on a podcast and I'll just start listening. And what I find is that when I'm listening to different people being interviewed and talking and sharing their stories and sharing how, you know, they were here and now they're successful or they had this dream and they accomplished it or they wanted to create something and then they created it. When I start hearing stories like that, it always puts me in this place of, wow, like, you know, I can do it too. Like, why am I feeling stuck? Why am I not feeling like I want to push forward? Um, And so, yeah, I always listen to podcasts. um, And then sometimes I'll listen to like TEDx videos or just different videos on YouTube that's mostly around like motivation, self-development, business, that type of thing. Because it's hearing those stories that really kind of sparks inspiration and kind of puts that like fire under me to like I to push me to actually create because if I don't create it who else is going to create it or if I don't create it maybe someone else will take it and create it for me so that's the first one the second one is reading a book so I just recommended again one of my favorite books which is Big Magic but when you can take your mind kind of off of what you're working on and tapping into um, a book. And again, I still kind of recommend staying in that category of like self-development, mindset, um, motivation, business, um, or something related to whatever your industry is. So if you're a makeup artist, like having a book about that industry, or if you're a dancer, reading a book about like one of your favorite dancers, that type of thing, because as you're reading, you're more focused into what the story is. Your mind is focusing on reading the words and comprehending the words and kind of taking a break from whatever it is that you are working on. The third thing you can do is looking at other creatives and artists' crafts. So um, a lot of times I'll just 
open up Instagram and I'll usually go to a separate room and like open up Instagram and then I'll just look at hashtags for different, you know, painters or different artists and not necessarily like people in my niche either. Um, so I'll just look and see what their work looks like and ask myself, like, what is it that I like about it? What is it that I don't like about it? Um, you want to examine and you want to analyze and possibly even reverse engineer how that artist did what they did. Um, even if it's, like I said, not your niche, if you're not a dancer, but you really are inspired by this dance video that you see, examine it. Why do you like it? Is it their facial expressions? Is it the way that their, their body flows? Um, is it the music? Um, and then as far as reverse engineering, it, it's like, trying to process and break down like how did they even do that one crazy move and maybe you can physically try to do it or it's just kind of like create having your mind to stop and process something that's different um, and then also once you kind of like analyze it and examine it maybe you can try to emulate it so whether it's like trying to copy that dance move or maybe you see a certain process that this artist is doing and you're trying to figure out how they drew a hand a certain way or how they um, poured the resin onto a, a canvas, um, how they applied um, this color of makeup or whatever it is, like try to do it yourself um, and getting inspired from other creatives artwork and craft that can get your brain to kind of function differently and it, it will really challenge your brain to do things that it's not used to doing. The fourth thing that you can do might sound counterintuitive, but it's basically just to keep working. Um, there's two quotes that I love. One from Big Magic is, don't sit around waiting for passion to strike you. Keep working steadily and trust that creativity is always trying to find you even when you have lost sight of it. And then another quote um, from a famous photorealist painter and artist um, and photographer, his name is Chuck Close. Um, he says, inspiration is for amateurs. The rest of us just show up and get to work. So sometimes we feel like we want to stop or we have this block because we're waiting for the passion or the fire or the inspiration. But sometimes when you have these creative blocks, it's good to just challenge yourself and just keep pushing forward. Just keep working. Um, I know, like I said, it sounds counterintuitive, but it's in that practice and it's in that challenge that you grow. You know, people say that if you don't challenge yourself or if there's no change in your life, there's no room for growth because that's where the growth happens. So if you are having a creative block and you feel like you're not really sure to do, maybe you can try just to keep working. Of course, if you try to keep working and still it's not working out, do all the other things that I'm recommending. But this is something that um, I actually struggle with, but I always challenge myself to do. And a lot of the times I would say probably seven out of eight times or seven out of 10 times, um, it turns out to be, you know, a win. Now, the fifth thing that you can do that's actually opposite of that is to actually stop and take a break. You know, when all else fails, just take a break, stop what you're doing, walk away, walk into the other room, go walk outside, go for a drive, um, call a friend that you haven't called in a while. And right now is the perfect time to do that because we all are stuck quarantined and can't go anywhere, hang out with anybody really. So this is the perfect time to catch up with friends and have a phone call. Um, go grab some food, go for a drive around, you know, your neighborhood. 
maybe binge watch a movie or a TV series on Netflix or Hulu, or even just take a nap. Sometimes the sleep really just kind of resets your brain. You wake up refreshed. Um, But taking a break is probably like the first thing that I do personally when I do have creative blocks. The sixth thing that you can do to get through the creative block is getting a different perspective. So sometimes I, thankfully I have Kevin here, my husband, um, and I usually just talk to him and say, hey, like, what do you think of this? Or like, what are your feelings towards this? Do you think I should add anything? Like that type of thing. Um, Sometimes when you get different eyes or fresh eyes on whatever it is that you're working on can really help kind of break through that block. Um, So ask a friend, ask what they think, ask what they would suggest you should do next. So whether you're working on a musical piece or a beat or a dance or whatever, even if that person is not an expert or has any idea or knowledge around what your um, current area of work is, you never know what kind of perspective they can give that will get you to act and get through that creative block that you have. Um, And just because you ask and just because they give you feedback doesn't mean that you have to listen to them. Um, Just hearing them out, you know, you might not agree with what they're saying, but that could just kind of turn a switch in your brain to be like, oh, like, why don't we do this instead? Like, it could spark something. So even though you might not want to do what they say, um, it still could be a way to get through that creative block. The next thing you can do, which is one of my favorites, is to take a break and dance or move. Um, I like to do little mini dance breaks. I'll just play music on my phone and just dance crazy. Um, I'll go in the kitchen, maybe whip up some food and dance while I'm cooking. Um, Dancing is just something that makes me happy and makes me flow. Um, And it just works a different part of my brain for me. And just really, it doesn't have to be dancing, it's just like moving. So whether it's dancing or maybe it's going out for that walk, walk around your neighborhood, take your your dogs out, um, or going to the gym, even though you can't really go to the gym right now, but if you have a home gym or you want to set up a quick little workout um, or do a little um, jog or run around the block, like just get your body moving um, because that can really reset your creative side of your brain. So the next thing that you can do is switch projects. So sometimes when you're working on the same thing for a long period of hours, your brain can get fatigued and you need to switch it up. Um, Obviously, if you're just working on this one project, it might be hard to switch projects, but us as creatives, I'm pretty confident that you probably have several projects that you're juggling right now or a few things that you could start working on even though you may not want to. So if you're feeling that creative block, come on, switch projects. Um, Get your eyes on something else. Get your brain working and processing um, and focusing on a different type of project that you need to get done. And then after a few hours, come back to the project that you had the creative block um, and see if that helps. The ninth thing that you can do to get through creative block is doing mindless tasks. So these are things like washing the dishes folding your laundry, which really sucks because I hate folding laundry, but I hate doing the dishes too. Um, Well, any of these tasks, doing chores sucks, but those are really just like mindless tasks. Um, You could be organizing your desk. Maybe you're color coding your bookshelf. Maybe you're unpacking a suitcase that you never unpacked before we got on quarantine. Um, Just something mindless where you don't really have to think hard that you already like know how to do. Um, sometimes that switches something in the brain to kind of get you through that creative block. And then once you're done doing that, come back, revisit what you're working on and see if that helps.
And the last way to get through the creative blocks is one of my favorites, which is just allowing yourself to fail. I think a lot of times we reach creative blocks because we don't want to mess up. We don't want to give ourselves that per- that permission or that leeway or space to mess up what we've been working on because I think we all reach a certain point in when we're creating something where it's all good like okay, this looks good. This is working out. Like you feel like you're in flow and then you kind of hit that peak where you're just like, "Oh, I don't know what I should do next. If I do this, like I'm just going to mess it up or I'm going to waste my time or I'm going to have to start over or whatever it is. But I think when we kind of get stuck in that, we really do ourselves a disservice in not actually creating to our full potential. So it's really just having that mindset switch and saying, it's okay, Devana, like it's okay. Allow yourself to fail You need to let go of any expectations and just allow yourself to experiment. If you mess up on this, like at least you tried, at least you grew from that because who knows what's going to come out of that next step that you have so much fear behind taking. Um, A quote that I love um, from the Big Magic book around fear in perfection is, forget about perfect. You don't have time for perfect. It's a myth and a trap and a hamster wheel that will run you to death. Perfectionism is just fear in fancy shoes, pretending to be elegant when actually it's just terrified. Underneath that shiny veneer is just the deep existential angst that says again and again, I am not good enough and I will never be good enough. At some point, you have to just finish your work and release it as is, if only so that you can go on to make other things with a glad and determined heart, which is the point, or at least it should be. Sometimes when I feel like I have this type of creative block, I will take a picture of what I'm doing and I will put it in Photoshop, um, somehow make a copy of it. Even if you don't have Photoshop, just make a copy of it, put it on a computer, print it out. And obviously I'm talking about from like a art perspective, um, like painting or digital art or whatever, but you can still apply the, the same concept to any creative field. Um, And I'll make the copy and then I will just give myself permission to experiment on that, experiment my next few steps. That way I don't necessarily mess up the first thing that I was doing, but I can actually just start from here and experiment and see, oh, okay, like I had this fear for really no reason, like I would have made the right decision. Or I can see that I was going to make the wrong decision and mess it up and now I know ahead of time. So once you let go of those expectations and you allow yourself to fail and you allow yourself to experiment, I feel like you'll be happy with whatever you end up creating. So just a quick recap it all. One, listen to podcasts or YouTube videos. Two, read a book. Three, look at other people's crafts and art, even if it's not in your niche. Four, just keep working. Five, take a break. Six, Get a different perspective from a friend or family member. Seven, dance or move. Eight, switch projects. Nine, do a mindless task. And then 10, allow yourself to fail and let go of all expectations. Hopefully the next time you reach a creative block, you think of any of these things that I shared with you and apply them. Also, if there's any other challenges that you're facing in your career, life or your business or just in your craft in general, please reach out to me. You can DM me on Instagram at Devana Stimson. Um, You can send me an email, devonastimson.com. Just reach out to me. Also, there's a Facebook group called the Gangstar Creative 
um, Facebook group where you can go in there and post whatever challenges um, that you're having right now. I would love to address them and help in any way that I can. So make sure you just reach out to me if there's anything that I can help you with. So good luck and happy creating. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, listen to a couple more episodes, and share it with a fellow Gangstar creative. I would also be forever grateful if you left a review letting me know what you loved and what you'd like to hear more of. And as a thank you for leaving me a review, I'll gift you both my 10 ways to create a Gangstar brand PDF and 5 ways to boost your online sales PDFs. Just screenshot your review and DM me the picture on Instagram at Devonna Stimson and I'll send it right over to you. Until next time, cheers to annihilating the status quo of the starving artist.